You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. This afternoon, we also want to give an opportunity for a younger preacher. Isa po siya sa mga campus missionaries natin. I want us all to really listen and hear her heart out for the next generation. So today, let's welcome Jones. Thank you so much, Pastor JR. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Jones, and I'm one of the campus missionaries here in Victory Alabang. We are really blessed because we are given the privilege to share the message every year. Nakakapag-share po kami when we talk about the next generation, the young people. And now we are in the second week of our series, Beyond. And marami pong salamat, Pastor JR, for sharing with me yung pulpit para makapag-share po ng Word ni God. And we are also grateful to all our pastors. You know, our movement believe in the next generation. Na hindi po yung mga tatayo dito sa harap forever sila. Maybe kayo po na nakaupo ngayon sa upuan ninyo, kayo naman po sa susunod ang mag-e-encourage sa bawat taong naririto. Do you want that? Do you believe that? <laughs> Kaya hindi po laging nakaupo lang tayo. Next time po. Kayo na po ang gagamitin ni God para mag-share at mag-proclaim ng word niya. And we are as we are now in the second week of our series Beyond, our hope of this series is that we will be able to exercise our faith for the next generation, causing them to look beyond their own lifetime. Ang makita nila hindi lang po kung ano yung nakikita nila ngayon, but they will be able to look beyond. I pray then, we pray that tayo po ay makapagpasa ng mga magagandang bagay sa susunod na henerasyon. Hindi lamang po sa salita, pero sa ating mga gawa din. And even with our resources. And I want to introduce to you our family. Ayan. Ako po ay galing sa isang maliit lamang na pamilya. Sa bahay namin, tatlo lang po kami. Mama ko, kapatid ko, at ako. I grew up po na ang nagpalaki sa akin ay ang mama ko. And I'm really grateful because when I was 14 years old, nakilala ko po si God at nagkaroon ako ng relationship sa Kanya. And He has been my father. I found the love and security because of the love of God. I'm really grateful kasi yung mother ko din po, sobrang naging mapagmahal siya sa aming magkapatid. Ito naman po yung team namin dito sa Alabang at sa iba-ibang location. So, as of the moment, we have 18 campus missionaries. Kung iisipin natin, parang ang dami na. But you know what? Hindi pa po kami madami. Why? Because there are a lot more campuses and a lot more thousands of students ang kailangang ma-reach out. So, ayun po yung mga campus missionaries natin from Paranaque, Las Piñas, San Pedro, and Alabang. And we are believing for more workers in the mission field. And I'm happy to be working with this passionate men and women. Ito naman po sa festival. Sila naman po yung kasama ko. Si Kashay, si Carlo, si Red, and si John Veron. So, we are the ones na pumupunta sa mga campuses in the nearby area. One of the campuses that we are reaching out is yung University of Perpetual Health. And Nakakatuwa po dahil nabigyan tayo ng privilege para makapag-reach out sa mga international students, especially sa mga Indians. And ang mga Indians po, mostly, they have a Hindu background. So, they worship not just two, three, but millions of God. And tayo po, nire-reach out natin sila para ma-share natin yung one true God. Sila po yung mga nakapag-Victory Weekend na. Meron pong sampung studyante na nakapag-Victory Weekend last year. And right now, they are also reaching out to other Indian students. Ito naman po ay sa Pedro E. Diaz High School. Malapit lamang po ito na high school. And sila yung mga nakilala natin uh, last year. They already have a relationship with God and growing in their faith and their walk with God. And right now, they are the students that is reaching out to their Campus. This is what God is doing naman in the area of San Pedro. Meron po ba dito mga taga-Binyan, Pasita, or Laguna area? Meron po ba? Ayan. So, meron na din pong ginagawa ang Panginoon natin doon na every month, nagmi-meet po sila for a youth service. Alam niyo po ba nung 
first youth service nila, meron pong 400 students who attended in the service and 100 plus of them gave their life to Christ. At ngayon po, patuloy po silang disciple. And let's continue to pray for more workers because the harvest is really plentiful. And this is what God is doing naman in Las Piñas. Kung kayo po ay taga Las Piñas, meron din po tayong Every Nation Campus doon. So kung meron po kayong mga anak, pamangkin, o kakilalang mga kabataan, pwede nyo po silang i-connect sa amin. And also in Paranaque. So just last week, start na po doon yung weekly youth service natin. You know, it's just amazing to see how God is moving in the lives of the next generation and even in our own ministry. Way back, siguro po, mga seven years ago, yung youth service po natin nasa youth hall lang po. Maliit lang siya, 100 plus students are gathering every week. But now, we are in six different locations already. And 100 plus of students are already attending. But then, we are not yet big enough because there are thousands of students that needs to be reached in the campuses. And we are really grateful as campus missionaries because we have ministry partners who always supports us and prays for us. That's why maraming maraming salamat po sa lahat po ng inyong suporta at panalangin because we cannot do this alone. And we are grateful for people like you who always go with us. Last week, Pastor JR talked about the life of Isaac and Jacob and how they blessed their children. Blessing the next generation is very important. Whether with our words or actions, we will bless them beyond their circumstances. Ano man po ang pinagdadaanan ng mga kabataan, ano man po ang sitwasyon, ibibless po natin sila. And today, as we continue our series beyond, we will talk about faith beyond our lifetime. What do we mean when we say the word beyond? Beyond means further away. It's having a foresight. Nakikita natin, na-envision natin kung ano yung mangyayari sa future. Hindi lang yung mga bagay na pwedeng mangyari o ma-achieve ngayong nabubuhay pa tayo. But seeing things beyond our lifetime. And we want for us to have a multi-generational faith. Pag sinabing multi-generational faith, it is the faith that goes beyond our generation. Ibig sabihin, hindi lang po ngayong nabubuhay tayo sa mga anak po, mga apo, hanggang doon na lang. But even, wala na tayo after a generation and another generation and another generation, yung generation natin, magkakaroon pa rin ng faith kay God. It's having the faith to trust God for the things that is beyond our lifetime. Faith that encourages and builds the next generation. And our goal is to preach the gospel to the young people. And talking about faith beyond our lifetime, this afternoon, we will look at the life of Joseph. Kung ano yung nangyari sa buhay niya, si Joseph the dreamer. And as we talk about him, can we all stand up? and read the text from the book of Hebrews chapter 11, verses 22. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave direction concerning his bones. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day that you have given us. Thank you because you will open our hearts, Lord. I pray that you will allow your word to penetrate inside our hearts and allow us to really catch the vision about reaching out the next generation and even having the faith in you. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen. Yung Hebrews 11 po, it talks about faith. Faith is one of my favorite topics sa Bible. Pag faith ang pinag-uusapan, gustong-gusto ko yan. Ano bang ibig sabihin ng faith? Yung faith po is the confidence of what we hope for and the assurance, sigurado ka sa isang bagay, kahit na hindi mo pa nakikita. Pero naniniwala ka that it will come to existence or mangyayari. And dito sa Hebrews 11, dito nakalagay yung Hall of Faith. Kung may Hall of Fame, yung mga taong mga sikat, ganyan, meron ding mga tao na nag-stand out because of the faith that they have. And si Joseph, isa siya sa mga tao na nailagay because of the faith that he has. 
And Joseph, by faith, at the end of his life, in another translation, in NLT, it says, It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. He even commanded them to take his bones with them when they left. So by faith po, mamamatay na si Joseph, pero confident siya na sinasabi niya sa mga kapatid niya para sa people of Israel na aalis sila sa Egypt at dadalhin yung mga buto niya kung saan sila pupunta. The question is, bakit sobrang in faith si Joseph? Saan nang galing yung confidence niya? Out of all the things that he has done, if we will look at the accounts in the Bible, si Joseph po, maraming bagay sa buhay niya na sobrang naging faithful siya kay God and sobrang stand out yung faith niya. But the thing is, bakit ito po yung account na nasabi sa kanya at nasama sa kanya sa Hebrews 11? Joseph was in faith. Joseph has faith. How about us? What are we in faith for? Ano ba yung mga bagay na meron tayong faith? Ano ba yung mga bagay na pinapanalangin natin sa buhay natin ngayon? Maybe some of us are praying for the salvation of our family. Yung mga family members mo na sobrang matagal mo nang pinagpipray pero hindi pa nakakakilala kay God. Or maybe some of us meron kang sakit ngayon or one of your family member merong sakit and you are believing God that He is the one who will heal you and make a miracle for you. Some of us may be believing for a job, for a work, or for a promotion o mag-expand pa yung business natin. Or maybe some of us in faith ka ngayon na magkakaroon ng restoration of relationship sa family ninyo o sa asawa mo, o sa kaibigan mo, or to anyone na hindi okay yung relationship. Para sa mga mag-asawa, maybe for some na hindi pa nagkakaroon ng anak, but you are in faith that one day, God will give you a child. For some, maybe we are in faith that we will have a financial breakthrough. ba? Diba? Kung meron kang utang or meron kang kailangan na malaking pera and you are believing that God is the one who will provide for that. And maybe, for some of us na mga single, di ba? naniniwala na one day, magkakaroon ka ng love life, magkakaasawa ka, magkakapamilya ka, and you will have a godly family. Or for some na mga studyante, naniniwala ka na makakapagtapos ka ng pag-aaral with flying colors, di ba? You will be an excellent student. Ano man yung sitwasyon sa buhay natin ngayon, there are a lot of things na in faith tayo. What are those things? When we look back in the Old Testament, balikan natin, sino ba si Joseph? So, si Joseph, isa siya sa labing dalawang anak ni Jacob. So, anak siya ni Jacob kay Rachel at siya yung pinakapaboritong anak ni Jacob. That's why yung mga kapatid niya ay sobrang naiingit sa kanya na Halos ikamatay niya na, ipinatapon siya, ibinenta siya, hanggang napunta siya sa Egypt. Joseph went through a lot of challenges, difficulties, trials in life. But you know what? Kahit na sobrang daming pinagdaanan sa buhay ni Joseph, the Lord was with Joseph. Kaya he became successful in life. Kaya kahit ano man yung mga hindrances na kaharapin niya, nagiging successful pa rin siya. Because the Lord was with Joseph. And with us, God is with us, right? So, we are secured because we know that God is the one who is always guiding us and taking care of us no matter what happens. Kahit na maraming challenges, maraming problema sa buhay, pero pag alam natin na kasama natin si Lord, secured tayo. Since Joseph was a very faithful man, he also became a second in command in the land of Egypt. So, naging ano po siya, kumbaga, kung iisipin natin sa panahon natin ngayon, Joseph became like a prime minister in the land of Egypt. Pangalawa siya sa may pinakamataas na posisyon. So, very powerful si Joseph. Joseph was a man of faith. He was faithful to God and very obedient. He had a strong relationship with God. He was a man of integrity. He was a great man with noble character. 
and the Lord granted success to Joseph in everything that he does. Sobrang daming magandang bagay na nangyari sa buhay ni Joseph. The question is, why is this the one that at the end of his life made mention of the exodus of the Israelite and gave direction concerning his bones? Bakit ito yung napasama sa book ng Hebrews? Kung titignan natin sa Old Testament in Genesis chapter 50 verses 24 to 25, it says there, And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. So, let's paint the picture. Imagine with me. Si Joseph, at that time, mamamatay na siya. Pero, sinasabi niya sa mga kapatid niya, kumbaga naghahabilin siya. God will visit you. Dadalhin niya kayo sa lugar na ipinangako. Niya kay Abraham, kay Isaac, at kay Jacob. Hindi pa ito yung lugar para sa inyo. Hindi pa yung Egypt. Kung ikaw yung kapatid ni Joseph at that time, parang, ha? Hindi pa ito yung lugar kung saan tayo magsistay. Because before, yung Egypt, sobrang ito yung prosperous na land. And especially, yung city kung nasan sila, yung Goshen, it was the best land in Egypt. Ito yung pinaka-prosperous, ito yung pinaka-magandang lugar. Kung titignan mo ngayon sa panahon natin, dito sa Maynila, anong lugar yung may isip mo kung nasan sila? Makati, BGC, diba? Alabang. Sabihin na natin nasa Alabang. Nasa Alabang sila, diba? Maganda sa Alabang. So kung nasabihin ni Joseph, hindi pa ito yung lugar para sa atin ha, pupunta kayo sa ibang lugar. Sa lugar kung saan hindi mo alam, maybe kunwari sa ilalim ng tulay, o diba? Or kung saan man, papayag ka ba? How, how will you feel about that? Parang ako, hindi, okay na ako, dito na lang ako sa Egypt. Ang ganda-ganda kaya ng lugar na to. So, hindi naging madali para sa kanila ang sumunod, ang umalis. And thinking lalo na na prime minister sa lugar na yon si Joseph. So, very powerful. Lahat na siguro ng favor nasa kanila. Gugustuhin mo pa bang umalis sa lupang iyon? Pero sinabi ni Joseph, hindi niya kayo nalimutang ihabilin bago siya mamatay. Natandaan niyo, may lugar na ipinangako sa atin ang Panginoon na pagdadalhan. Dalihin niyo ang buto. ko doon, yung mga bones ni Joseph. Minsan, sa buhay natin, nagiging short-sighted tayo. Ibig sabihin, ang nakikita lang natin ay yung mga bagay kung ano ang nangyayari ngayon. And we also have that tendency na maniwala lang para sa mga bagay na mas madali nating ma-achieve. The question is, example, gusto mo magkaroon ng work, gusto mo magkaroon ng pamilya, ng mga anak, ng mga apo, lahat nakagraduate na. Okay na, lahat ng bagay na gusto mong gawin, nagawa mo na. Lahat ng bagay na lugar na gusto mong puntahan, napuntahan mo na. The question is, what comes next? After that, what will happen? By faith, Joseph looked beyond. He looked beyond, though the present place that they have at the same time seems the best place na for them. But he knew that Egypt is not the land for them. Joseph looked beyond. Nagkaroon siya ng foresight, na vision niya, nakita niya, naniniwala siya na makakapunta sila sa lugar na ipinangako. Pero bakit kaya? Ano ba yung pinanghahawakan ni Joseph? Bakit ganun siya kasigurado? Bakit ganun siya ka-in faith that what God told them will happen? Ano ba yung pinanghahawakan niya? If we will think about the next generation, we will have faith beyond our lifetime. Actually, nowadays, there are a lot of organizations, companies, and movements that reach out to the young people. Hindi lang po tayo ang nag-reach out sa mga kabataan. For example, yung SM, they give scholarships. Yung Google, nagbibigay din sila ng scholarships. And tayo, meron din po tayong sarili, yung movement natin, right? Yung Real Life Foundation. Now, if marami naman palang movement ang nag-reach out sa mga kabataan, what makes the difference? Ano ba yung pinagkaiba? And that is the motivation. The difference is, we have a different motivation why we reach out to the next generation. It's not just to give scholarship, but our faith is to introduce Jesus Christ to the next generation. 
to speak life to them, to speak faith to them, to share the Word of God to them. Whenever we look at the young people, let's look at them beyond. Let's see them beyond. I pray that we will see them as sons and daughters of God. See, si Joseph, he knew the promise of God that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. It says in Genesis 50, 24, Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Kaya si Joseph, hindi siya nagsettle dun sa land ng Egypt. Bakit? Kasi alam ni Joseph kung ano ang plano ng Panginoon para sa kanila. Alam ni Joseph kung ano yung salita ng Panginoon para sa kanila. Alam ni Joseph kung ano yung pangako ng Panginoon para sa kanila. Hindi lang para sa kanya, hindi lang para sa kanyang pamilya, pero for the entire nation of Israel. That's why Joseph did not settle in that land. The question is for us, do we know God's word? for our lives, alam ba natin kung ano yung salita na binigay ng Panginoon para sa ating buhay? Alam ba natin kung ano yung pangako niya? Joseph knew the promise. And I also pray that we also know the word of God for us, the promise of God for us, and we will continue to hold on to that. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 13 to 16, so itong word na to actually, Una siyang binigay as a covenant kay Abraham. We can see that in Genesis 15:13-16. Pangalawa, ibinigay siya kay Isaac. In Genesis 26:2-4, it was God's promise to Isaac. And pangatlo kay Jacob. Nag-speak talaga si God kay Abraham, kay Isaac at kay Jacob. And then in Genesis chapter 48:3-4, dito na ipinasa ni Jacob yung word, yung salita para kay Joseph. Here, it says, And Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me and said to me, Behold, I will make you fruitful and multiply you and I will make of you a company of peoples and will give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. Then Israel said to Joseph, Here, Behold, I am about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. Ito po yung salita na ipinasa ni Jacob kay Joseph. The word of God. Nalaman ni Joseph yung word ni God at yung pangako ng Panginoon para sa kanya na nagmula sa forefathers niya. Jacob, his father, spoke the word of God for them, the promise of God for them, and he believed it. He knew that it will happen. Though, alam niya na hindi niya yon makikita in his lifetime because he was about to die. That by faith, it will happen. Joseph had a foresight. Kahit na hindi niya nakita na mangyayari ba na makaalis sa Egypt, itong angkan ko, eh, mamamatay na nga siya nun eh. But then, he firmly believed that the Israelites will have an exodus and they will go to the promised land. Joseph actually looked forward, alam niyo po kung ilang taon, for 400 years. Imagine, 400 years bago mangyari. So, minsan, yun yung aantayin ni Joseph, apat na raang taon. <laughs> so, di ba, ganong katagal yung aantayin ni Joseph. Eh, kung tayo nga eh, ako na lang po, kung hindi po, baka kayo pa maraming patience para magantay. Pero sa mga pangako na ibinigay ng Panginoon, ba? One year pa lang, minsan, ang hirap na magantay. Two years, pahirap. Three years, four years, pa, five years, ten years. Yung word ni God para sa'yo na hindi mo pa nakikita, Lord, kailan po ba mangyayari yon? Ang tagal-tagal naman, baka end of the world na. Hindi pa rin po mangyari. Joseph, Joseph, look beyond. Imagine, 400 years. Kung iisipin po natin, yung isang generation, 40 years po iyon. So that is approximately 10 generation. That's the fate of Joseph. It's beyond his generation. Hindi lang yung generation niya after generation after generation, but approximately 10 generations pa yung kailangan antayin. But 
he continued to pass on the word of God. He continued to pass on the faith that what God said when happen. So Joseph, passing on the faith, Joseph passed on the word of God to his brothers, thinking not just for his family, but for the entire nation of Israel. And he believed it by faith that it will happen. He saw it from afar. Nakita niya na. Joseph looked forward for 400 years. Before, actually, nung pinapasa nila yung word, it is true oral tradition. Sinasabi lang po, pinapasa lang. Kung ano yung sinabi ko, sasabihin niya, tapos sasabihin niya. Pasa-pasa lang kasi wala pa naman pong written word noon. So, ibig sabihin, pwedeng mag-fail yun eh. Diba? Pwedeng hindi magpasa. Kung sa bahay nga, pag yung mga magulang, inuutusan yung anak ng umaga, tanghali, nakalimutan na. Tama po ba? Diba? Pwedeng makalimutan ng tao. But then, even if, Joseph still believed that the word will be passed on and that the word of God will come into completion. Joseph firmly believed, not because of the people, but because he trusted God who gave that word and he trusted the next generation. What did he pass on? Ano ba yung pinasa niya? It is the word of God. It is the faith. Tayo po ba? Ano po ba yung ipapasa natin sa susunod na henerasyon? Para sa mga magulang, ano po ba yung ipinapasa natin sa mga anak? At sa magiging anak na mga anak po, at magiging apo, at sa mga susunod pang henerasyon, what are we passing on to the next generation? I just remember, no, sa office namin, may mga kids doon eh, si Baby Z, tsaka si Yuan. Si Baby Z, magtutupa lang siya. Lahat ng salita na naririnig niya from us, ginagaya niya. Kulay, 100, gagayahin niya as in, Doon ko na-realize na, ah, totoo pala talaga, no, na lahat ng bagay na ikita ng mga bata sa matatanda, ginagaya nila. Observation pa lang po iyon ng mga bata, nakakatch na agad nila. What if we will speak the word to them? Mas makakatch pa nila yon mas makukuha pa nila yon So the question is, even if just by observing our lives, ano po ba, yung nakikita, ano po ba yung naipapasa natin sa mga kabataan na nakapaligid sa atin? Is it the word of God? Is it living in faith? Joseph, by faith, looked beyond and firmly believed that they will not settle in Egypt and will be able to go to the promised land. The question is, after na maipasa na ni Joseph yung word, and then, after that, namatay na siya. What happened after his death? Ano ba yung nangyari? In Exodus chapter 1, verses 6 to 7, Then Joseph died, and all his brothers, and all that generation, but the people of Israel were fruitful and increased greatly. They multiplied and grew exceedingly strong, so that the land was filled with them. Ang nangyari sa people of Israel, they increased greatly. They multiplied, naging successful sila. So kung iisipin mo, nag increase pa nga kami, nagiging fruitful pa nga kami, bakit namin kailangan umalis dito sa land of Egypt? Bakit ba hindi lang na lang pwede, dito na lang kami, dito na lang kami magsistay? As we continue to read the verse there, Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. After that, nagkaroon ng bagong king sa Egypt na hindi kilala si Joseph. Nakalimutan na si Joseph. Their situation is about to change. Na dati, fruitful sila, nag-increase sila ng numbers. Pero dahil nga nagiging successful sila dun sa lupa, kung saan hindi naman talaga sila, tagaroon, kumbaga parang natreten yung mga Egyptians. That's why they were afflicted, they were oppressed. Pero even na ino-oppress sila, they are experiencing affliction, lalo pa rin silang nagmumultiply. Lalo pa din silang nag increase ng number. That's why yung mga Egyptians, lalo silang pinahirapan hanggang sa maging slave sila. Who would have thought that in that comfortable land, then suddenly they will become a slave. Imagine, kung hindi nasabi ni Joseph na hindi ito yung pangakong lugar, they will just be there. They will settle. And then Moses came. Diba? Dumating po si Moses dun sa Exodus. God spoke to him through a 
burning bush. And then Exodus started. Nag-start na yung pag-depart ng mga Israelites sa land of Egypt. And Moses lead the Israelites to the promised land. Then, madami pa pong nangyari in the story. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 19, Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for Joseph had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones with you from here. Moses remembered the instruction of Joseph. Naalala niya yung salita na nanggaling kay Joseph. So, if yun nga po, if hindi na ipasa ni Joseph yung word ni God, they will just settle. They will just remain in that land wherein ginagawa na silang slave. They will be stuck in the land of slavery. And sometimes, we are also like that. Diba? Ano po ba yung Egypt natin? Ito yung comfort zone natin. Na minsan, si God, sinasabi niya na, wag ka na dyan. Umalis ka na dyan. Dahil may pangako ako para sa'yo. May pagdadalhan ako para sa'yo. But then, sometimes, because we cannot see it, hindi natin alam kung anong pwedeng mangyari pag umalis tayo. Maybe hindi naman pag-alis, literally. Maybe a decision making that God wants you to do. But then, sometimes it's hard to obey God. But the question is, what is the word of God for you? What is the promise of God for you? Joseph's faith was able to foresee a greater, brighter future for the next generation. What are we looking forward when it comes to the next generation? How do we see the next generation? Paano natin nakikita ang mga kabataan? Minsan, pag nakikita tayo ng isang dalaga na maagang nabuntis, anong naiisip agad natin? Ay, ang bata-bata pa, kung ano-ano na agad iniintindi. Diba? Madali tayong magkaroon ng judgment. Minsan nakikita natin yung mga bata na sinungaling, pasaway, magugulo, marami pang ibang bagay na hindi magaganda. Last week, nung pumunta po kami sa campus na pinupuntahan namin, nakausap namin yung mga student supreme government students. And we are asking them, ano ba yung pinagdadaanan nila? Ano ba yung mga challenges? And isa po doon ay droga, even drugs inside the campus. Kaya po may mga pulis na doon sa school nila. Bisyo, alak, alkohol, pagnanakaw, at kung ano-ano pa. Maraming problema ang pinagdadaanan ng mga kabataan ngayon. And alam nyo, sabi nila, alam nyo, Ate Joms, kung ano talaga yung pinagdadaanan naming matindi ngayon at maraming kabataan. Alam nyo po kung ano? Love life. <laughs> sabi nila, seryoso! Love life! Sabi nila, grabe Ate Joms, hindi ko nga maisip, bakit pa ba sobrang problemado sila pagdating sa pag-ibig, relationships, na... Ito, seryoso, ang dami ko pong namimit na mga students, mga babae, tapos sobrang gaganda nila, matatalino. Minsan, sobrang yung feeling nila pag nagkikwento, wasak na wasak na wasak talaga. Promise. Parang kung ako, ha, ano nangyayari? Ang ganda-ganda mo. Siyempre, mag-speak ako ng life, ng destiny. You are secured. You are God's daughter. Ganyan. Pero the pain that they are experiencing is true. Totoo po para sa kanila yon. Why? Because the young people value relationships. Actually, it's not love life eh. It's the relationships that they have. Why do they value that? Kasi dun po nila nakikita yung identity nila when they are in that relationship. Even na saktan sila ng lalaki or kung ano, ano man yung gawin. Why? They value that. Kasi dun nga nila nararamdaman yung comfort, yung love, yung affection. And that will happen if hindi po nararamdaman ang isang bata ang pagmamahal sa loob ng tahanan. I plead po para po sa mga magulang, kung meron po kayong mga anak, kung ikaw ay isang ama, kung ikaw ay isang nanay, love your children at your very best. Sometimes there is really a gap. Whenever we talk to students, magulang, estudyante, lagi nilang sinasabi, hindi kami naiintindihan ng parents, ng parents ko eh. Ang dami po nilang mga reklamo. May valid reason ang mga magulang, may valid reason ang mga anak. Pero pwede naman pong magtagbo. Ang kailangan lang po ay mag-usap. So what I am encouraging, parents, please talk to your children. Kausapin niyo po sila in such a way that you really want to listen to them. Not because you want to condemn them or you want na ma-point out ano ba yung mali nila. But it's because you want to know their heart. Bakit ba ito nangyayari 
sa mga anak ko. Bakit ba ito nangyayari sa mga batang ito? And what really blown me away, nung nagkwento sila na two years ago daw, merong namatay na estudyante na ang pumatay ay 15 years old. At alam nyo po kung anong dahilan? Selos. Yun po ay kwento nila sa akin. I don't know if that's true. But if that young person sobrang filled ng anger yung puso niya, and yun na lang eh, nandun na lang yung identity niya sa relationship niya na yon, kaya niyang gawin yon. That's why, let's love the next generation. Let's care for them. Let's pray for them. Let's speak destiny to them. Dahil wala na pong ibang gagawa nun, kundi tayo po. At ang tahanan, malaki po ang role. Father, mother, ate, kuya, lolo, lola, all of us has a role to play in building the faith of the next generation. Let's look at the statistics. Philippines has fastest growing HIV epidemic in Asia, Pacific, according to DOH. Two out of three new HIV infections are among those aged 15 to 24 years old. So, it speaks that a lot of young people are engaging in sexual immorality. Philippines has 1.8 million current drug users. The survey commissioned by the Dangerous Drug Board estimates that 4.8 million Filipinos ages 10 to 69 years old use illegal drugs at least once in their lives. Imagine, sobrang bata, pero gumagamit na ng drugs. Youth suicide in Philippines on the rise. Tumataas, nag-increase yung rate ng suicide. One of the campuses din po na pinupuntahan namin before, nakakamit po ako ng studyante. 12 years old, 14 years old, nagtatry talaga silang mag-cut ng sarili nila. It's really true because it's real for them. This can be the reality happening with the young people. But the thing is, are we going to settle? Papayag po ba tayo na ganito ang kabataan? na ating makakasalamuha sa bawat pagsubok na kinakaharap nila. Alam po ba natin ang kanilang pinagdadaanan? Why do they engage in such kind of things? And now, what do we do? How do we treat them? How do we see them? What do we look forward for the next generation? If this is the current reality, but the thing is, it's not the truth. Let's not settle. Let's continue to fight for the next generation. That there is a great future ahead of them. If we will speak life, if we will speak destiny, if we will speak the word of God to them. With Joseph, he looked beyond. Joseph's faith was able to foresee a greater, brighter future for the next generation. For the nation of Israel. How about us? What do we see? In Joshua chapter 24, verses 32, ito na po yung fulfillment of the promise. As for the bones of Joseph, which the people of Israel brought up from Egypt, they buried them at Shechem. So, nadala po nila yung buto ni Joseph at doon na po inilabing. After 400 years, but still, it came to pass. Nangyari pa din po. In the peace of that land, the Jacob bought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of money. It became an inheritance of the descendants of Joseph. So, the word of God was fulfilled. It happens. The Israelites were able to go to the land of Canaan, to the land of Israel, to their promised land. So, what are the promises of God for us? Kahit na po sobrang tagal dumating, kahit na sobrang tagal mangyari, let's continue to believe by faith that it will happen. Our faith sees beyond and we trust God for the next generation. Joseph did not just trust the next generation after him, but he trusted God. Ang pinagkatiwalaan po ni Joseph ay hindi ang mga sumunod na henerasyon sa kanya, kundi po ang Panginoon na may hawak ng mga henerasyong iyon. The fulfillment of the promise will not come from people, but it is still and will always be from God. The God who is sovereign over the lives of these people and also the God who is sovereign in the lives of the young people right now. The God who holds their future. The God who is in control over them. That's why we will continue to go to the campus. We will continue to preach the word of God to them. We will continue to speak identity and hope for them. We will continue to fight for the next generation. When we look beyond, 
we see a God who holds the future of the next generation because He is the one who is in control. That's why we can also have this hope for our nation. Kahit na mataas yung statistics, but we believe, we are in faith, we will continue to pray, and we will also continue to act, to speak life, destiny, faith, and the Word of God to these young people. And we believe by faith that change can happen in this nation. When we look beyond, our faith today will impact the next generation. Our faith to God, because of our relationship with God, it will affect the next generation. And it will lead the next generation. And it will fulfill the promise for the next generation. For me po, it never gets old. Seeing someone being saved, getting saved, a young person na nagbibigay ng buhay nila kay Jesus Christ, Kahit isang bata lang po yan, pag nakikita ko po na sinasurrender niya yung buhay niya kay God o kaya nag-worship na kay God, sobrang saya po nang naidudulot noon sa puso ko. Bakit? Kasi isa na namang kaluluwa, isa na namang studyante ang nakakilala sa Panginoon. Ang ibig sabihin na noon, isa na namang studyante ang pwedeng mabago ang buhay. Hindi lang ang buhay niya, pero ang buhay ng kanyang pamilya. Because a student can make a great impact. Hindi lang sa mga friends niya, but more so, in his or her family. There was a student na kausap ko, she was diagnosed with clinical depression and bipolar din po. And for some, may mga ibang studyante, nagiging language na nilang yon. may depression ako, may depression ako. But then, for some, it's really true. It's diagnosed. And with her, she really tried quitting her life a lot of times. But then, because God has a purpose for her life, buhay pa rin siya. He lived a life of darkness. But now, you know, she's living in the light because of the gospel. Now she's healed. And when she was sharing her testimony, yung two-minute miracle niya, sobrang naiiyak lang ako kasi nakita ko kung paano kumikilos sa buhay niya si God. Sabi niya, hindi pa tapos sa akin si Lord. Meron pa akong purpose. From someone who has no purpose, and even wanted to quit her life several times. But now, she found her life and purpose in Christ. Now she's happy. She's serving the Lord, and her heart is to share the gospel as well to her family. And there is also a student who has a background na nag-worship siya ng million of God. And I asked her, what are the things that you like about Christianity? Galing po siya sa Hindu. And this is what she said. What I like about Christianity is you get to share a personal relationship with God. As in, you and Him, Him and you, there's only two people in the relationship, direct relationship. Even when you don't pursue Him, He's the one pursuing you. He's the one running after you. He's the one chasing after you. He's the one who will sacrifice for you. Because in other religions, I don't know about Muslim or Islam or any other religions, but in Hinduism, it's like we're the ones who always sacrificing for the gods. We're the ones doing good things for the gods to be pleased. In Christianity, it's not like that. It's like He did everything for us. He loved us first. He sacrificed for us. And He did that knowing that there is a chance of not following and still keep it. So, sabi niya, so that is nice, you know? Someone pursuing you, someone loving you, someone giving His life for you even when he knew that there is almost a 90% chance of not following you and not loving you. That's one of the things that I most like about Christianity. Jesus' sacrifice. I've never seen that in him doing Praise God. Because these students got to know Christ. And you know what? Nung nag-victory weekend po siya, tumawag pa yung mama niya, yung mother niya. Tapos parang ang daming hindrances na nangyayari. But she just continued to pray and believe. And when she came back to India, nung nag-vacation siya, wala siyang narinig from her parents. And nalaman niya na may nag-share na din ng gospel dun sa sister niya. It's really amazing because God is really moving in the lives of the next generation. And tomorrow, actually, we will go to India. Hindi lang po tayo mag-reach out dito, pero bukas na bukas din, pupunta din po kami for a 10 days mission street. And we will preach the gospel to that nation. Our hope is that those people who worship millions of God will worship the one true God, Jesus Christ. That is our hope for their nation. We can have so much hope because 
it is God who is moving in the lives of young people. The God that who moved in the life of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, the God that he is that moving in our lives is the same God who is moving in the lives of the next generation. That's why kahit na anuman ang nakikita natin sa mga kabataan ngayon, change can happen. When we share the word of God to them, when we pass on faith to them, when we love them and secure them with the word of God. What's our role? Ano po ba ang role natin? Bawat isa po sa atin, meron po tayong role. At yan ay mahalin ang mga kabataan, ipakilala ang Panginoon sa mga kabataan, ipadama ang Panginoon sa mga kabataan. There's always hope for these young people. There's always hope for the next generation. By faith, we can look beyond that the next generation will have a relationship with God and will worship God. Joseph believed by faith in Hebrews 11.22 that at the end of his life made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave direction concerning his bones. Naniwala siya na mangyayari na makaalis ang mga Israelites sa land of Egypt at makapunta sa ipinangakong lugar kahit na sobrang tagal pa mangyari yun. But his faith sees beyond. Actually, the goal is not the promised land. But the God of that promised land, whom the Israelites will worship. And that is the one true God. The God who is sovereign, the God who controls our lives. And that is because of His faithfulness. That is because God is true to His word. That's why they were able to go to the promised land. It's looking upon God. Diba? Tayo naman po, more than dun sa matupad yung mga panalangin na ipinagdarasal natin, Natutuwa tayo dahil nakikilala natin, nalalaman natin, nararanasan natin ang katapatan ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. We have a friend. Her name, she's a very special friend. Uh, madami sa natin dito nakakilala sa kanya. Her name is John Ocreto. She was a faithful volunteer in Kids Church. Victory group leader siya. Sobrang faithful niya lang sa paglilingkod sa, pag, sa Panginoon. Pag-disciple ng kabataan mula sa Kids Church hanggang sa youth. Student pa lang siya. Marami nagsasabi, Joan, kailan ka ba magiging campus missionary? Ang tagal-tagal naman. Maraming tao ang naniniwala sa potensyal na meron siya. Dahil faithful siya sa pagsunod sa Panginoon. She has touched many lives. And last year, she answered the call of God. Finally, nag-answer na siya. Sinunod niya na ang Panginoon at naging campus missionary siya. And because a lot, alam niyo po ba, a lot of people believe in her na yung ginagawa naming MPD, two weeks nagawa niya, 100% agad siya. Why? Because there were a lot of people who believe in the calling that she has as a missionary. And this year, na-hospital po siya. Tapos, uh, kinamusta namin siya, Joan, kamusta ka na? At ito po ang sinabi niya. When we were asking kung ano na yung lagay niya kasi nasa DR siya, sabi niya, still not okay. Pero good news, nanay ko, isasama na sa akin sa pag-attend. Kinakamusta namin siya kung ano na yung kalagayan ng health niya, pero ang update niya sa amin ay yung good news na yung mama niya ay sasama niya sa kanya sa church. Joan, despite the sickness that she's going through, still celebrated and highlighted the good news that her mom is going with her in the church. Johan stood beyond her present situation. Little did we know that that's gonna be the last Viber message that we will receive from her because she is now with the Lord. But even dun sa last time na ng buhay niya, What is she celebrating? Salvation. Someone who will come to know Christ. And despite na sobrang iksilang ng buhay na inilaan niya dito sa mundo, she made a great impact in the lives of many people. Actually, nakapag-raise siya ng dalawang campus missionary. Victory group leader sila before ni Steph and ni Lenny. Jesus Christ. So 